This is the Chub Club podcast from Sobe Fitness. Well, hello and welcome to this, our next podcast for Chub Club. So, Lisa, welcome. Hello, Daniel. And again, we've got our friend Chubby Sobe with us, who I think is going to get a little bit more involved in this topic. Habits. Changing our habits and our mindset. So, if I asked you, what is a habit? What would you say? something that you do over and over and over again i think it's a very sensible you don't even realize you're doing so some habits are second nature and some are things that we really focus on and put our attention on and so this is very much the crux of any transformation any coaching program is to identify maybe what some of our bad habits are and then trump them with a good habit what are some of my bad habits too many. Too we've, many. We've only got 15 minutes, well, remember, so we I'm are... going to focus on a couple. This is a family-friendly show. Okay. Well, I think one of your funny habits... One of my funny habits, yeah. ...is we live near a co-op, and at the co-op, they call you... The lady on the till told me <laughs> that Daniel, every yeah. time he went to the co-op, bought himself a sneaky chocolate bar. Oh, and I now I've know why you always wanted to go shopping, because <laughs> I really don't like going shopping, but you adored going shopping. I, I love shopping. That is one of my habits. And you're right, that is a bad habit, because... A habit is only a good habit or a bad habit if it is in line with what my goals are. And that's the whole point of Chub Club is that we are transforming from a state into a better state. So if one of my goals is to lose some body fat, is my habit of going to the shop and buying a sneaky chocolate bar, is that in line with my goal? No. Of course it's not. Really, it's not just about identifying your bad habits. It's looking at whether they are or whatever you're doing habitually is in line with your goals, your intentions, your dreams, your aspirations. Now, I have to inform everybody, if Lisa was to go down to the uh, co-op today and ask them, have I been in there buying a chocolate bar? They would say no. I have trumped my bad habit of buying a chocolate bar with another habit because that's the only way you can beat one habit is by trumping it with another one a healthier one so instead i've been buying a banana so that's where the or bananas have that's where all the bananas have gone or some other kind of alternative and, and you know what quite often i don't need a chocolate bar so why do i want a chocolate bar well if we delve a little bit deeper habits aren't just the physical things we do they're also the way we think and having a chocolate bar is your reward for being alive <laughs> for going to the shop whatever i'd kind of hooked into the idea that that chocolate bar had a memory attached to it that was very pleasurable yeah. <laughs> so i know it sounds a bit dodgy or a bit funny but it's true okay everything we do is habitual so from getting up for work at eight o'clock on a monday morning to going to a spin class on a tuesday evening to watching the football with our friends on thursday night to taking our kids to a rugby netball football match on a sunday morning all of these things are habitual and they're either something we consciously do or something we subconsciously do. And the ones that we do subconsciously with our quiet mind that lives there are the things that we kind of remember. So if I've got a sweet tooth, it's because I've got a memory of something sweet and it made me feel good. So I've hooked into that memory. And as a result, it becomes habitual. So if I want to change my habits, I need to unpick what it is about that habit that memory that action that thought and ask is it in line with what i want to do and if it is well then i carry on and if it's not then i take ownership of it and i put it on the table in front of me and unpick it so lisa how'd you do that 
Any you idea? decide what's more important. So if we take a premise, I'm going to use something a little bit random. Driving. In the great wide world exists driving. And then what we do when we're 14, 13, and we want to get somewhere, our parents will drive us. We don't really think about driving anything more than that. However, when we get to 17, 18, we then think, I want to be able to drive. And so what we do is we take that theory, that premise, that idea of driving from the real world. We pull it into our conscious field and we think about what we're doing and then it becomes second nature. So now when I drive, I get into the car and I can get from here to there very safely and very effectively but without having to put so much conscious thought on it. You just do it. So this is how you change a habit, is you unpick what that habit is kind of been born of, and then you put some effort into changing that habit. If we come back to the example that Lisa gave earlier of me being Mr. Co-op. I now go to the shop. That's the change in the habit. I'm Mrs. Co-op. So perceptions are very, very important. So I'm going to give you another example. Your dad, my father-in-law, yeah. he's got a habit. He's got a bit of a drug habit. Oh, dear. Now, straight away we think, oh, drug habit, that's not very good. However, if we were to say that one of his drugs is for his blood pressure, another drug is to help with his diabetes, then we recognise then all of a sudden those drugs that he's taken actually, from a certain perspective, a certain point of view, are a good habit. So nothing is good or bad unless or if it is in line with or opposed to your goals. Yeah. So from a chub club point of view, if we want to get on the scales and lose some weight, what have we got to do? We've got to be mindful of what we're actually consuming. Exactly. What are we eating? What are we drinking? Yeah. So my habit was on a weekend having a glass of wine. I'm not a big drinker, but on a Friday or Saturday, because of a habit, I may have a glass of wine. So I haven't actually drank now for eight weeks. I've joined you on this as well. So well, I haven't you drunk don't drink that. anyway. Well, that's right. And that's one of my habits. Yeah. Not drinking. So now we can't go out because you can't order <laughs> two glasses of water. Whereas before, we'd have one glass of water for you and yeah. one glass of wine for me. We watch Netflix instead or do exercise. We do. <laughs> the Chub Club Podcast from Sobe Fitness. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Sobe Fitness. We've got Chubby Sobe with us today. Let me just... Hello, Chubby Sobe. He's rattling away there. Now, Chubby Sobe is our sin tin mascot. So he's got a bit of a purpose. What are our sins? What are we talking about here? At the beginning of our five-week plan, we say what our sin is that we're going to either reduce or cut out. And at the beginning of our five weeks, mine was digestive biscuits and wine. I don't really drink anything else. So like I said, I've given up wine already. And I gave up digestive biscuits. But if I did have a biscuit or a glass of wine, then I would put 50p every time I sinned into Chubby. And where does Chubby money go? It doesn't come to us. All the sins in money, eventually, when it's all been collected in, we take it up to the mustard tree, which is a cancer support group here in Plymouth. So Chubby Soby really is twofold. He's a little mascot to help us add a bit of fun and enjoyment into the whole program but really he's got a purpose and that purpose is to remind everyone that there is a fine because if you get people in the wallet or oh, crikey then they know about it and every sin is a 50p fine and once you've paid your fine all your sins are forgiven you're absolved and you go forth and you sin no more and chubby takes those sins and puts it to up, good up to, and so really we could say that chubby is like a little bit of a coach on your shoulder that just gives you a slightly frowned look when he sees you heading toward the biscuit tin or to the 
chocolate cupboard or to the sweet packet you've identified as, as a sin. habit that's not in line with your goal. So it's easy from a body transformation program to recognize that certain eating or drinking habits are not in line with losing that body fat. But if we look at our mental transformation program, what are some of our habits there? I've got lots. I'm a little OCD. I'll give another example. If I didn't like a certain person and every time they walked in the room, that made me act or react in a certain way, that is a habit. Now, if I want to bring peace, harmony and happiness to my life and I've got to work or live, associate, train, be in this person's environment, then I've got to think to myself, well, hang on a minute, is that natural dislike in line with being happy, healthy, harmonious and peaceful? And quite often it's not. And the reason we dislike people is for several reasons. They might have wronged us. We might have wronged them. They might irritate us. But quite often there'll be little things that they do habitually or purposely that irks us. And what do we need to do? We need to figure out a way that we can change or trump our habit of getting irritated by that person. And there's lots of tricks we can do. And that's what we look to in this part of the program, how we can change some of those habits. Because I can't necessarily change that person, but what I can do is I can change my habitual response to their irritating nature or the way that they speak to me or whatever. I can't change them, but I can change my habits to them. So from a real physical point of view, we can easily see what some of our bad habits are when it comes to being in line with our goal of losing that body fat. Once we know how to change our physical habits or our habitual eating habits, we can then try and change some of our mental, emotional, intellectual, social, spiritual habits that we've got towards others or towards ourselves. Quite often you hear this one that someone's given up chocolate because of whatever reason, and yet they lose a little bit of willpower, they cave in, and then they feel guilty because they've caved in and eaten a bar of chocolate. And then they beat themselves up. Well, that's a habitual cycle. And actually, it's no good, is it? No, nope. you eat the chocolate and you just move on. Exactly. You put 50p in, chubby, and then the next day you feel better about yourself. Exactly. All is forgiven. If you genuinely go, oh, I really shouldn't have done that, then you've got a great opportunity the next day to change your mind and not do it again. And hey, it is about balance. So we all sin. Exactly. There's nothing wrong on a Friday afternoon at the end of the week if you've had a productive good week to stop in the bakery and grab yourself a little treat. That's fine. As if, long as you don't do it every day. Well, that's it, isn't it? If it's every day you go into the bakery for breakfast, lunch, dinner, afternoon snack, and you're consuming 100 donuts, well, then that's clearly imbalanced and pushing Unhealthy. things off in the other direction. I think quite interesting is about one of our chubbers who all she did was cut out sugar from her latte. Yeah. That's quite an interesting one. We had one of our chubbers used to have three or four lattes a day with three sugars in every single coffee and biscuits at the end of her day because she worked a late shift and decided that she wasn't going to have any sugar in her coffee. And she lost a massive amount of body fat percentage just from that slight small change. Well, I know in the last Chub Club, my mum, she identified that of an evening, she would have a yoghurt for her dessert. And then a few hours later, she would have a cup of tea with a couple of biscuits. 
So all she did was ditched the biscuits with her cup of tea and the yogurt she had as her dessert, she had that instead. And in the five-week program, she'd lost two kilograms in weight, of which one kilogram was body fat, which is like two tubs of butter, and the other kilogram equated to a bag of potatoes. So with just one simple little thing, she'd lost a couple of kilos in a few weeks just by making that small habitual change. Well done, Granny. Bless her. That brings us to the end of our podcast today, talking about habits. So Lisa, if you'd like to give me that entire list of bad habits, I'll endeavour to make we'll a We'll work through it. I'll do better. Great. <laughs> I look forward to it. Well, thank you very much. So long, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. The Chub Club podcast is produced by freshairpodcast.com. Don't forget to click the subscribe button and share with your friends.